dig up that old fossil. Going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's no moon. We're all fine here. No, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vatabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. It's been, a, it's been a tumultuous week in the world of Star Wars with... Uh, uh, well, I mean, there's only been one real story here um, uh, that Gina Carano, who plays uh, plays Cara Dune in the Mandalorian, Mandalorian, has been fired uh, by Disney. In um, now, I don't really know the details of what she tweeted or what the issue was, but apparently, it went back a ways, right? It's more of a passive firing. It's a it's a we could have rehired you, but we have no plans to do so. That's how I fully expect to be fired from my job. <laughs> Okay, good. good it, it'll be it'll be it'll be vague. It'll be unclear. And it'll be and, on Twitter. Uh, and and it sounds like it sounds like something that Severance is not involved with. <laughs> so, true, true. But I don't think that it sounds more like like uh, like we 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 had the option, but we are not. We thank you for the grateful offer to be in future seasons of The Mandalorian, but we we I, we don't have at this point a plan to accept your generous offer that's what it sounds like uh it feels more like a sick a soap opera thing to do where somebody gets killed off all of a sudden and written out of the script very quickly now um uh so I, again without getting into the real reasons why she was fired it did it did remind me a little bit of the james gunn situation where they fired yeah. james gunn but then they rehired him after probably talking to him about it and realizing that he's not that same person now, but that, but that was based on tweets from years and years and years ago. Um, Gina Carano was based on tweets in the last year, just stuff in the last 12 months that yeah. she'd been saying. So I guess whatever they, they, it is cancel culture. It does suck. I'm not like a huge fan of, of like, you know, just kind of firing people arbitrarily for their, their views, even though I might not agree with those views, but I think they were, some of them were pretty harsh. Uh, well, she said. the last one, the last one was comparing, I think she said, um, being a Republican in the, in the present day climate. Um, and she compared that to being, oh, being uh, in the Jewish Holocaust. during the Holocaust, yeah, which that's of course dumb. is not, no, which is, yeah. which is, uh, you know, that's an abhorrent comparison we could all say. Um, but I think if somebody said that in the classroom, we would, we would do a teachable moment. I think we would do yeah. it. And I think. One time I did have a student say something, not that, not that, but say, say something, you know, down that path, let's just say. And I remember I just said, um, thank you for showing the class what freedom of speech looks like, but don't forget, never forget that everybody else has the freedom to not like your views. Okay. Don't forget that. And, and that, then it went away and that was the end of that. And everybody, and we all moved on. Um, and I think uh, that's, uh, I always, uh, think of uh, there's stand-up comedians who always go, I can say whatever I want. I have freedom of speech. And then they real realize later that, yeah, everybody else has the freedom to tell them that they hate their jokes too. And that, yeah, I mean, there's like, it's a two way street. Freedom, freedom of, speech of speech doesn't mean everybody's going to like what you say. You're no, allowed to it say it, but not yeah. most, a lot of people are not going to like what, like what you say. It's not, it's not a fax machine where you just send it out there and go, I have freedom of speech. Nobody's going to get that. Yeah. Nobody's going to get it's, that reference. It's two-way dialogue. That's what machine. I'm saying is it's two-way dialogue, freedom of speech. So I'm kind of like you in that. Um, but you know what? Uh, folks my age generally will err on the side of freedom of speech. They're, they'll generally say, and the old saying is, I may not agree with what you say, but I will defend your right to say it. Right. And, um, and I think, 
that's true. And I think younger people, that's not the case. I think younger people um, are so we're used to an online world now. Well, all of us are used to this world, but uh, young people have only known a world where if you disagree with somebody's feelings, you drum them out or with somebody, with somebody says you drum that's them out. That's, that's cancel culture. Yeah. That's what right. that is. Right. Right. And I, I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, but I don't agree with what Gina Carano said. So, no. so what happens now? So she's been fired. Uh, she's moving on to other things. She's already announced she's got some kind of film deal in the works and she's still working and blah, blah, blah. I don't There's know. Some, it's, it's that conservative guy. It's a really, really uh, sketchy. Yeah. It doesn't seem like uh, yeah. a thing. Uh, I can't even remember his name. Actually, I did just did remember it, but I won't say it. But uh, he's, um, yeah, he's kind of like a uh, hacky guy. Ha- he's a hacky guy. It's another conservative <laughs> thing. It's like, yeah. it's like a conservative, right. it's like Breitbart or something like that, where it's like a very conservative right. uh, organization and studio, whatever. So fine. She's going to be but fine. This could have, I mean, but it's my understanding that Lucasfilm had spoken with her already about like, okay, here you go. And the end. I read something that said Lucasfilm had even written an apology for her, which she oh. then said, said no, but I don't, I like that, you know, that nobody announced that. So how, how true is that? It could just be whatever, but, but uh, you know, there's all of that stuff that you go through as well. And um, I, and I think there's one other element here that I'm not sure that I don't know how, how we deal with in today's culture, but what if she is legitimately, a little bonkers you know what i mean like right what if she's a little zany like <laughs> and, Roseanne Barr. we've got hey you're right when we've got people in politics now particularly in the u.s who we see who are kind of going down that path to wacky land and and, you, <laughs> and, and in some cases it seems like it's an act but how do we know and in other cases it really seems like maybe something's not right there something something's gone wrong somewhere along the line and I don't know, I, like, I think part of what makes this difficult is none of us know what you're supposed to do in these circumstances. And in particular, now we're all on, online. Now what are we supposed to do? You can't just have a conversation with somebody either. Mm-hmm. Much harder to do. We are um, uh, going gonna to ra- talk about the ramifications of this going forward. Like, what's it going to mean for the yeah. series and that kind of stuff. But first, I want to... I wanna, uh, um, uh, flag this uh it's not really clickbait but it's an interesting article um related to this story Ojaba. what now <laughs> what are you talking about huh what goodness gracious me ted cruz the salacious bee crumb of congress defends gina carano which i think is hilarious i love the idea that ted cruz is salacious mm. crumb he is kind of and, and if you didn't see the news yet today uh I saw you know, that. things are Things are bad in Texas. That's right. That, ja- that jackass got on a plane to Cancun. That's right. Yeah, right. okay. That's- Texas is under the deep freeze right now. They're all like they're recovering yeah. after a huge storm, blizzard, which they never get. No. Um, and yeah, and then he's like, ah, I'm out of here. <laughs> Congress yeah. Texas. On the flight to Cancun. So that's who we're dealing with, folks. <laughs> Let's start there. And, and oh, and by the way, that's that's true. And forgive the pun. It's truly the tip of the iceberg for that guy. It really is. That I mean, you could. We can go back a dozen years and just chronicle all kinds of stuff, but okay. So he's gonna he's in her corner. Boy, lucky her. That yeah, actually it, makes things worse. Well, it does because here's what he said. He goes and he's and he's coming at it from again the tech. He's trying to make the Texas connection because she is from Texas. Um, mm. 
meanwhile he's abandoned all of his uh constituents uh yeah. who are suffering and freezing <laughs> nice um yeah, texan perfect. gina carano broke barriers in the star wars universe not a princess not a victim not someone emotionally tortured jedi she played a woman who kicked ass and who girls looked up to she was instrumental in making star wars fun again of course disney canceled her uh that's that was ted cruz's tweet about the situation and i, I mean honestly he's not wrong about some of that but i think he's kind of diminishing some of the other female characters that have come along in star wars over the last few years uh to f- just focus on her right yeah and and all you know she was only in what two episodes of the last season she wasn't in a ton and that that's what that's what i'm really wondering about is is like how yeah. much will this affect the show because they could easily write her out like there's not she's not she's a side character is what i was uh, or would you say she's a main character like how, how would you define that well, I think in the first season she was more of a care of a main, main character. character yeah, she was, you know, she. I was happy to see her in there again in season two. She wasn't in there very much, and neither was um, uh, uh, Apollo Creed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gr- Grief Karga. Grief Karga. Is that yes. His name? Yes. I yeah, saw yeah, his, yeah. I saw his action figure at Walmart the other day. Actually. No uh, way. Yeah, yeah. They had the Black Series Grief Karga. They had um, the. Uh, uh, Gus Fring's character, I can't remember his name. <laughs> I remember one name, but forget the other. Uh, then they had uh, they had Queel. They had uh, Nick Nolte's um, Ugnaught. Oh. And those are the three figures oh. I saw at um, at Walmart. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you know which figure you're never going to see at Walmart again. <laughs> Gina Carano is Cara Dune. That's right. Well, that's the, that's but the right. thing is they've you're already made a bunch. There's got to be stuff. There's, they've, they've got to put the stuff out already. There's stuff that's already been made in her likeness, right? That's oh, out I don't there. Think- Oh yeah, it's already out there, and that stuff's—I'm sure it's already on eBay for inflated prices because they'll never produce them again. I mean, that's that's what makes an action figure valuable is that it's never going to be produced right. again. So, so ironically, by canceling her from the show, you're making the existing figures worth more money. If I saw one at GameStop today, I'd probably buy it just because I feel like, yeah, I better get in on this gravy train. <laughs> But, at but, GameStop, how ironic! At GameStop, <laughs> I, that's by the way, Dan. That is where I do all my investing. Just in case. Well, you're it, it's and, and let's be clear, it is EB Games here in Canada, not GameStop. Yeah. It's a different. Well, name, no, the, the one store. I go to is GameStop. Oh, is it really? Oh, okay. Yeah, at uh, on Taylor, on Taylor. <laughs> okay, I didn't know yeah. they had any of those here. I thought it was all yeah. the same thing. Um, okay, real. so so, but the other thing that I've heard, and this is a, again a rumor, nobody's confirmed this, is that they might just recast her. Right? They could go ahead uh, and do that. I don't think they will. Why not? I don't think she's important enough. I think I do think that that spinoff series Rangers of the New Republic was going to be her. Mm. I do believe that that was going to be her. Now it'll just be Bill Burr. <laughs> <laughs> Cracking it, wise. It's going to be Bill Burr and those two X-Wing pilots. Yeah, Kim's, Kim's Convenience and, yeah. uh, and uh, Dave Filoni. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> it's Yeah, uh, it's going to be uh, Bill Burr in the middle. And it's going to have <laughs> two... An excellent pilot on either side of him and him shrugging on the poster. What? How did I get stuck with these two? What? Me worry? And, He'd be like a mad So I think, I think that was going to be her Kara vision. <laughs> I, think, I think Rangers of the New Public was going to be her version of WandaVision. Right. Where she was going to be the, um, the main actor. And now I think, I think Lucasfilm was thinking ahead and just went, okay, we'll call it Rangers of the New Republic and we can make them any Rangers. If, they, if things completely go off the rails, we'll find, we'll find different Rangers. Yeah. Okay, you know? so, so they're not going to recast her, they're just going to drop the character. 
I, th I mean, she wasn't in very many episodes anyway. I think they were going to do the spinoff and that would probably take her out of the Mandalorian anyway. I don't know. I, I, we have no confirmation of any of this, but I think that's probably the case. Yeah, and really, that, like that they they could like the, the way they ended the Mandalorian this season, it was pretty open. Like there's there's no Baby yeah. Yoda. They've wrapped that part of it up. They've wrapped up some other parts. So they could have just like they could start with with um, Dinjarin, Dijarin or whatever his name is, in a completely different place under completely different circumstances. He's a new he's set of go adventures. To Mandalore. Oh yeah, yeah. That's he's true. going he's to Mandalore to become yeah. the king or whatever to become the uh, Burger King. <laughs> he's like, the Burger he's... King of Mandalore. <laughs> Is he like Conan the Barbarian, where he's searching for his throne. Um... Oh, may, may, yeah, I <laughs> searching for his throne. Is there a men's room around here? Anybody? <laughs> Do I need a special key? The dark saber doesn't work in this door. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was wondering, can you think of any other examples of characters who have been kind of abandoned like this? Like, we never mm -hmm. hear from them again? You thought there was more to well, it than than, uh, than what they ha well, what happened with them? You mean if, if they don't kill the character on the show? Does anybody yeah. just suddenly... Oh, I think we've seen that before. We must have. Where you think somebody is like, someone's going to be a main character and they just kind of fade away? Yeah. I'd say, yeah, like how about um, how about the armorer? on mandalorian it's like like she's a main character she's gonna set up the new mandalorian thing and she's gonna help him out and give him new armor in every episode and nah she's gone yeah, nothing, <laughs> nothing. yeah that's true I mean, yeah yeah that, that's only one example i'm sure there's more oh oh no he died i was gonna say Werner herzog but no he died in the no show. he died and yeah i'm trying to think of other star wars but even in just in other tv shows or films Trying to think of examples of oh, movies yeah. that were abandoned or characters that were abandoned. Oh, I think so. I, I definitely ha recall going to movies where to sequels and stuff where you're like, what happened to so-and-so? Like, where did they go? <laughs> I'm looking for uh, uh, characters who were abandoned. Top 10 orphan characters in film. Oh. <laughs> top 10, top 10 Tom characters. Tom Sawyer. Tom Sawyer, number <laughs> All, one. Oliver Twist. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Please, sir, I want some more. No, forget it. That's not what I'm looking for. Okay, well, I, I just, I've got, I should have thought of this. I had this in our, I'm even trying to get more organized about the podcast. I'll put the stuff in notes ahead of time. And I had that in our notes and I didn't actually look it up to see if there was any more that I could think of as far as characters that were, I mean, it, it doesn't, but again, you don't have, you don't see this cancel culture. I guess Roseanne is the obvious um, example of it happening in, in television in recent years for very similar to Roseanne when a little off the deep end, she's tweeting, very inappropriate things and then they basically just wrote her out of her own show they they killed off her character um and they they're continuing that show without her it's the connors it's not uh I, roseanne anymore and i haven't seen it since i, I don't know what it's like and i think the thing that's different these days is is that we all have our own media channel i don't know what what's to be done with that because i mean this probably has application across all different kinds of jobs and everything else and it's like i don't know I, there aren't really any rules about this well do you think and, that, uh, that disney might have something in their contract saying that you're not allowed to tweet something controversial or, or anything like that is that something they might put into a an agreement i think you know i one time i actually saved it because it was so interesting uh they leaked apple's employee what employees are allowed to do online right. and uh everything else and i read it i remember thinking this is a very common sense document that 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 any employer could use. I, I remember reading it and thinking, how are they ever going to manage this? And when I read it, I thought, ah, it's actually pretty good. Like, 
I thought they did a good job and in including things like, no, we want you to be online and to, uh, and to, and to interact with people. Like, of course we do. Um, given that, that we want you to do that, there's just some things to watch out for, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, um, and, but the only problem with that is it's only as good as people's willingness to go along with it, you know? So, and I don't know, I don't I, like, I don't know what the law says about that. I don't know. I remember uh, one time uh, at our college, uh, the lawyers, the lawyer said, in your Twitter handle, put these views do not represent my employer. And that's almost a joke now. That's a cliche now. That was like 20 years ago <laughs> or something. And you're like, what? Of course they don't represent my employer. Nothing they I never, do They never online. did. They never did. No. Yeah. <laughs> and nor did they ever, were they ever confused that they might? Like there's, there's like not, there's no issue. And yeah. if anything, mentioning your employer in the, in the profile is, is you don't even need to do. So I, I don't know. I like, I, I think that's the problem. This is a perfect curb your enthusiasm episode because nobody knows what the rules are. And therefore it's very easy to think, you know, the rules when in fact you totally disagree with someone else. Yeah, interesting. So, well, we'll see what happens with this. It'll be, uh, I mean, it's been, um, it's been the big talk for this week as far as like star Wars news goes. Now there is another yeah. bit of star Wars news out there. Uh, apparently right. Trilogy is a go is still a go. Uh, who was it that said this? I don't have it in front of me. I saw, I read it too. Um, it seemed to be confirmed by a reputable source. And uh, I thought that, I thought that had just, speaking of something that I thought had gone away, I thought, <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think we all did, away. right? Yeah. We, we, we thought it was because we hadn't heard anything about any movies uh, other than yeah. the, um, the Rogue Squadron movie coming out um, next year, I guess it is. Uh, we haven't heard anything else. No further trilogies or anything like that. They did. They had announced that before, but no. Yeah. Um, oh, her name is Soraya Wilson. Um, Soraya Wilson is a, a USA Today bestselling author, semi-good wife, frazzled mom of four, book lover, pop culture junkie, fangirl. Um, so she's a, so how would she know is my question. <laughs> Did she interview him? She don't know what she's. I just I'm just going based on this tweet. I'm just going to this now because I can see that I'm going to get a lot of requests. Yes, Ryan's SW trilogy is still on. No dates or timelines because he has other projects going on, but it is happening. In caps. That is all I know about it. Um, three smiley emojis. That's it. He's got um, to make knives out two and three before he can. <laughs> oh really? Is that no? Well, certainly oh, knives think, out two. Oh. I think you'll make a sequel. Yeah, yeah. They'll He'll do a, a, sequel, a second yeah. Nice Out yeah. movie, but yeah. um, but yeah, he's got to come back to this eventually. And I'm excited about it. Again, I like The Last Jedi. I think it's a it's a really visually striking, probably the yeah, most visually is. striking Star Wars film. And other than something, obviously, there's there's um, plot issues and the Canto Bite issues, yeah. but I like it. I think it's a good movie. I like what it did. I like that it challenged us as an audience, and I like some of the changes he made. Uh, it's just unfortunate that Lucasfilm apparently wasn't okay with him making those changes. Um, well, I mean, or, they were or okay, JJ, or JJ wasn't. Right. They wouldn't have released the movie if they right. weren't okay with it. But but uh, I still, when I look at that movie, I see good and bad. Just like every one of those sequel movies, I see good and bad when I stare into them. And, and sometimes I see more good than bad. And sometimes I see more bad than good. But uh, I would be like, if... If he is making, everybody suggested he was going to make the Broom Boy yeah. trilogy. It's the Broom, the Broom Boy who was inspired by Luke Skywalker 
and who obviously had Jedi powers based on the last scene. Although it was hard to see in the film, <laughs> but when he holds out his hand and the broom goes into his hand and he mm-hmm. too has the powers. And I think um, that's a promising way to continue the Star Wars story into the future, but it could also be dangerously close to a young Annie in a pod car <laughs> flying around going, I don't Yippee! think it's going to be that. <laughs> I don't think Yippee! it's going to be that. Those, and I think, again, if, if that is the case, that makes then the Cantobite scene makes complete sense. And the reason for yeah. it now, but, but this is why it hurts the movie, because and this happens all the time. It happened in the Marvel movies whenever they're trying to set up stuff for future movies um, and put stuff in there. Like uh, Age of Ultron was a good example of that. They try to cram in too much from yeah. other movies. And that hurt the actual film. So, that, and that does happen in, in uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Or sorry, in the Last Jedi. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think that uh, you know they show these kids who are working in the stable on Canto Bite. One of them has the Force. Let's see where that happens. And maybe it is. Um, I don't know. Do you think this could be like another example of? Well, Luke's not around anymore, but but Ray is going to start a Jedi Academy. Will this continue with those characters? I don't think. I think Daisy Ridley is done with Star Wars for twenty yeah. years. 20 years or something <laughs> until they do uh, another somehow, reboot. Well, yeah. Like a Mark Hamill kind of story, I think where you're just kind of like, okay, all right. All things must pass off. We go. And then the offer comes in. That's too good to refuse. Right. And then I think, then I think you're, you're, you sort of, you jump on board. And I think, um, I do think we'll see something with them in 20 years. I don't see how we don't. And once again, I think it'll be at that point, young people will be older and they'll go, this will be a perfect chance to fix everything that went awry on those, for, on those movies. And everyone will be hopeful and excited. And, uh, and then they'll be disappointed, ultimately, <laughs> when it comes out. That's the cycle. That's the, that's the Star Wars release cycle. Yeah. So, what, so then what happens in Ryan's trilogy, then, if it is, uh, if it is Broom Boy? Um, is it like he's got to become a Jedi somehow, right? Is that got to be what that, that story is? Yeah, or he maybe he's grown up and he started and he is now leading a new group of Jedi Knights uh, or something like that. I think it's got to be. And then and then maybe their story is if only our leader Ray were someplace some somewhere where we could find her. And then in the last movie, in the last scene, she pulls a Luke Skywalker and she just shows up or whatever. And then you're like, oh, what's going to happen? Well, I was that's the reason I asked about Ray because in the um, in the Lego I don't know this is not canon, but in the Lego Thanksgiving or holiday special or whatever they did this this past um, um, season, um, the, at the beginning of it, and why, I remember one person telling me that they thought this was like a good good continuation of the last Skywalker or uh, because um, or the rise of Skywalker. I always mix up those names uh, because it showed the beginning of that Ray teaching Finn how to use the Force. Yeah. Right, which is again was something that was never really they didn't really clarify that in any of the movies. But Finn is a force user, so they've kind of continued that story. So that's kind of where I was wondering if that would go is that it would have Ray teaching Finn and therefore teaching other people and and starting some kind of academy that could happen that off would, screen, it could be part of yeah. uh, a story, but just not happen on screen. I mean, that would be some serious uh fixing of the story, like everybody agrees, and John Boyega too. That they they flubbed that character. Oh yeah, they, oh, I know. they each each new movie brought with it new expectations, and none of them were ever that satisfying. And then even even to the extent of there's something I want to tell you, Ray, and then they get sucked into the 
quicksand or yep. whatever. And that's right. It's like, never mind. I'm not going to tell you that thing because why would anything I do become interesting as part of my arc in this movie? So I just think there's two, uh, they, the, that uh, would not surprise me if in, in some upcoming thing they fix that. So it turns out that, yeah, he was a Jedi all along. Who was a look, Jedi? There but he is. Force sensitive anyway. Force yeah, sensitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And yeah. that's why he could use a lightsaber in the first movie when he was fighting. He could hold yeah. his own against Kylo Ren a little bit um, yeah. at, the, at the beginning of that. And that was, but again, the, the whole point of that, in my opinion, is the fake out. It was all about the fake out with that first movie because they yeah. made us, they made us think before the movie came out, they made us think that Finn was the Jedi. And yeah. it was Ray. It was Ray the whole time, and that was a that was a deliberate beat and switch. I think they did uh, to surprise us as the movie uh, unfolded. Uh, and by the way, we never did find out what made the Force wake up. No, no, we did we not. Never found that. No, alarm clock. There has been an awakening. Yeah. I have felt it. Ooh, yeah. what made the Force wake up? Ah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Could maybe have been was, lots of things. Maybe it was the Emperor doing some weird shit over on his planet with all his cult members uh <laughs> it could have been anything it could have been the birth of ray it could have been jar jar binks death for all we know if it happened <laughs> if, it, if it happened off camera it could be whatever it could be the, the worst fan fiction you ever imagined it could be the reason the force wo uh woke up yeah. so with the, if this is true ryan's trilogy will be coming out um when we don't know uh certainly not next year Maybe a couple of years from now, um, and then well, this will be the next trilogy to take us into like the next. It'll cover the next decade, basically. You know, they'll do a new movie yeah. every couple of years, and uh, and kind of go forward from there. I'm, and I'm also thinking that with COVID, that maybe it'll be the uh, digital release strategy now. By the time it'll this movie be, comes it'll out, it'll be both. I think it'll. Be, I think theaters will be yeah. reopened, um, but they might do the the digital release as well. We'll see. It's it's. Yeah, I think, I think so. You think so? Yeah. Who's stubborn? I man. think it'll There's, be both. They really did not want to release Tenet uh, no. online. Like they did not. They wanted Tenet to be seen in the theater. Yeah. And by the way, the people who I knew who saw it in the theater said the sound was really bad and it was all messed up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about that. But but yeah, like like Tenet, they were very very stubbornly not releasing that one on demand. Until everybody's a. Everybody's like, I can't wait for the movie going experience again. But they forgot that people talk through movies. <laughs> they, forgot. they forgot about how shitty it is well, when you're actually in the room. But the actual, bad, I should say how bad it can be. The COVID, uh, the pandemic movie going experience is actually better because they're spacing you out. So you're not next to anybody. Um, so you have space to watch the movie and not be disturbed by anybody around you. It's really the way they should do this. Yeah. Though the, all future theaters yeah. should have private pods that we can sit in with our dates or whoever we're going to the movies with or, or, and just have these but little Dan, kind that's of... called home. <laughs> it's home. That's your pod. No, but better sound system and better TV than I have. That's what I want. TVs are cheap these days, man. Well, they are pretty cheap. Everything's right? cheap. I was like, they are like oh, cheap. shit. 300 bucks for a giant TV like that? Yeah. That's not bad. I know. <laughs> the, yeah, mine. Meanwhile, I've got this 10,000 pound one in my plasma in my living room that's never going to die. And that thing costs like $4,000. Yeah, but it's, yeah. It's like, it's, come on. <laughs> you're never gonna, you're going to be one of these people. It's going to be like on Kijiji in, <laughs> in uh, a couple of years. It's free if you pick it up. Get it out of my house, yes. please. Because it, now that's what yeah. you see on Kijiji is all these projection. Remember the old projection TVs, those giant projection TVs? Uh, there are tons of those that are being yeah. given away for free because nobody wants to move them. 
anyway. I was going to put one in my front yard and just show movies on them. Little kids could like. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah, a little theater. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'd be kind of fun. You could like uh, I, everybody in Winnipeg has a hockey rink in their front yard now. Yeah. But I was like a little ice ice movie theater where you broadcast it on the on an ice or a snow wall. That would be kind of cool. I think they're doing that in uh, there's a the snow maze outside of town has something like that going on. I don't want to get stuck in a snow maze with COVID and. <laughs> I don't either. Anyway, it's the COVID think. maze. It's the COVID maze. See if you can get away from the COVID running without without catch. See if you go through the whole maze without catching the virus. That's, That's the goal. Right. At the end, there'll be a test. There'll so all this talk about there. <laughs> <laughs> all this talk about Gina Carano and her character being, I guess, written out or, or however yeah. they decide to do it, um, got me thinking about uh, side characters in the Star Wars universe because mm-hmm. there are lots of great side characters and we, we mention them all the time. And one of the favorite side characters uh, over the years has been Boba Fett, right? That's been like, I would say probably most people, they had to pick a favorite um, you know, minor, minor character or side character, they would say Boba Fett. But Boba Fett is no, no longer a side character. He is a main character. He has his own show coming out. He is a big kahuna. So now that Boba Fett's gone, what is your favorite side character in Star Wars? Is the question. Oh, uh, do you have one? Well, I'm thinking. Go okay, first. so I've got, I've got, I got characters from all three trilogies. We're gonna do it that way. Let's hear it. Uh, go, go for uh, it. So first, number one um, in the trilogy, my favorite side character has to be Bib Fortuna. I love Bib Fortuna in uh, Jabba's palace. I like the way he talks. I like the way he. I, I loved, and, and this is kind of tying into the Boba Fett series. The the fact that uh, he was in charge of Jabba's palace all these years, thirty years after Jabba died, he was in charge, and he was you know a little heavier and, and that kind of stuff, which is great. But I just like that character, and it was always creeped me out as a kid. Um, he doesn't speak English. He speaks something else, but he kind of sounds kind of sounds like English. His his language. It's yeah. a weird language. I guess so, so for the original trilogy, it's got to be Bib Fortuna for me. What do you think okay. for you? I got one. Okay. Um, and by the way, he popped into my head right away, Bib Fortuna. But then I remembered there's someone better, and at the risk of uh, of ha- of having to tell all the old material again, I'm going to zip my mouth shut when I say his name. So I so I I don't repeat the old jokes, but they're so good, and that is. Lobot. I knew you were gonna say Lobot. I knew it. Yeah. I had. I know it. He's your I'm favorite. Not say anything else. He is the best bald character in Star Wars. Uh, He's the easy. Well, Samuel L. Jackson gives him a. Run oh, that's for the right. Money. That's right. Okay, I forgot about Sam Jackson. Yeah. That's right. But but you know, Bib for uh, so a Lobot is a great uh, side character for sure. He is. He is like. Does he have any lines? I don't think he has any lines. No, uh, he speaks through the medium of lobotomy. <laughs> whatever that. Whatever yeah. the thing is on his head. His lobotomy does the talking for him. Let's put it that way. <laughs> what were they thinking about when they named him? Were they like Lobot? Yeah, they were. Like <laughs> lobotomy? That's the what root, they were going yeah. for? Yes, it is one of the rudest named Star Wars characters. Named, named, oh, after, named after the fact he got a lobotomy. And I'm sure there <laughs> and, and I'm sure there's a, some a real good backstory there to explore yeah. in a prequel. But but, um, I, but I just like it. And I love that moment where Lando uh, does the keypad thing and then and then uh, Lobot's ears light up. Yeah, yeah, eyes. yeah. Well, that's yeah. what they, they, I love they're, that. I love they're it. putting the planet in place to, to, to save them, to rescue yeah. uh, Han and Leia and, well, Leia and Chewie and, and the droids. Um, you need Lobot to do that. Lobot yeah. can't, you can't accomplish that mission without Lobot. So that's a great, uh, yeah. that's a great uh, character. What about for the prequels? What's your favorite side character for the prequels? 
I have an idea, but you go first just in oh, case. Well, I, I want to steal it. I know. I know. Well, I think well, you're going to say mine, and that is Captain. Yeah, go, you go first, Captain Panaka. Oh. <laughs> he's I was awesome. going to say that as a joke. Yeah. Well, no, he's well, he's he's funny because um, yeah. he's like always, and you pointed those out many times. Um, he is uh, the naysayer in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. He never. Uh, it's always a bad idea, right? Yeah, it's all bad. I don't agree with the Jedi Knight. We can't overpower them. This is impossible. Like he just stands around shooting out that shooting out those negatives. And you oh. don't hear too many people talking about that, but he is he is a real negative Nelly, that guy. Now here's an interesting uh, I'm I'm looking at a website called whatculture.com and this has got a, a listicle about um, actors that were uh, that were turned turned down roles in Star Wars. They've got him listed here, and I didn't know this, but apparently his character was going to be in the second movie in in episode two. Um, but conflict arose between the actor and producers, and Quart, his name's Hugh Corshi, the name of the actor who plays Captain Panaka. Um, and his character was completely written out and replaced with a new one, Security Captain Typho. I don't yeah. remember him. He had that thing, the eye patch. Oh yes, of course. Okay, so they yeah. they that was supposed to be Captain Panaka in the second one, right? Um, the controversy arose when Corshi was denied access to the full script, which seems like a standard, like Star Wars thing, right? Especially for that guy, yeah. he's only got a couple lines. He doesn't need to see the full script, and they're very he's like very protective. In, he's a naysayer in real life too. <laughs> I need. I cannot do my lines without the full script. What do you want me to do? I need the full script. He's probably that was him. <laughs> Clearly, it was decided the role was not crucial enough, or to to recast or give in to the actor's demands. And neither Panaka nor Corshi were ever seen again. <laughs> <laughs> ever, ever again. He does. Uh, he he was he was done. So there you go. There's exa- again a gamble of a character that was abandoned. There you go. And but also one of our favorite side characters in that prequel uh, trilogy. I'm just trying to think: is there anybody else in the prequel trilogy? Oh, there's, I'm, sure, I'm sure there are lots of other ones. I mean, Watto. Watto is a great character as well, right? Uh, although racist, yeah. people see this racist. We know from the actor that, that that was not the intent. It was supposed to be an Italian accent, not he's a Jewish to be a accent. Lobster. He's supposed to be. He's yeah. supposed to be like an Italian. Like, hey, what's? Although right. that's probably offensive to Italian people, but at least it's not racist or anti-Semitic. Uh, <laughs> I had a student do a, an ad in the worst like Italian stereotype thing you'd ever seen. It was so bad. Oh, man. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I probably cut that out. Who knows? <laughs> probably we shouldn't complain. That's why I didn't work. say anything. Yeah, yeah. I tried to give you some space on either side so you could cook. <laughs> um, what else? Okay, how about characters from the new trilogy? This is This is difficult for me because... It's it's a little bit more. The, the I think the new trilogy is a little more of an ensemble than the. Uh, I mean, sure, yeah. the, the original ones were an ensemble, but it was basically Hanley and Luke were the three characters. There's more main characters in this one, right? Yeah, it's a tough one. It's tough to find a side character in the latest trilogy. Um, I'm 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 thinking pretty hard right now. What? How about you? I'm trying I'm to think going- of character design too. Oh, I guess so. I was gonna go with just Greg Grunberg, Snap Wexley. Um, uh, but he, I mean, he doesn't do much. He's oh. this there because he's friends with JJ. I like Hux a lot in the first film. Hux is great, but and is that, that a side character? He's a yeah, he's a pretty big villain, right? Yeah, but then ultimately, ultimately, they kind of squander his role too. Um, certainly not Phasma. That's oh, one that of was, the that was lost. A- there is another abandoned character, right? Now yes. they're now they're coming to us, right? All these abandoned characters, Phasma. Yeah. They never did yeah. anything with her. 
No, not a thing. Oh, I got it. I have mine. Okay, for, I should have thought of this. I had to look it up to, to remind C-3PO's myself. C-3PO's red arm. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's Max von Sydow, Laura Santeca. Oh. Uh, oh yes, that's yeah. one of the best scenes in the whole trilogy. That, that opening scene where yeah. he goes there and he's like, "He shall always be a princess to me." And it's like a five-minute yeah. thing, but he's so good. And the way yes. he speaks, you want to know more about the character and where he comes from. And I think yeah. we do find out more in the comics or something like that. But yeah. there is a good side character from the new trilogy. That's a great one. Yeah, yeah, that's a great, great choice. Great choice. Yeah, but for the acting alone, for the actor and acting alone, that's great. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other ones in there. I'm trying to think of the action figures that I looked at and I thought, this is cool. <laughs> like there's there's some like that, oh, but there's Babu a, there... Frick. Babu Frick is probably the best character to come out of the Rise of yeah. Skywalker. Yeah, I'd agree. <laughs> Although, but I think I, this has been pointed out before, but I think uh, Baby Yoda stole Babu's thunder. Oh I think, yeah. I think they I think they designed Babu and they're like, this is gold. This is good. They're gonna sell like hotcakes, this guy. Get ready. Hey, Kenner, crank out like 10,000 action figures. And then Baby Yoda showed up and just stepped on it. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah? You think you're going to be the popular uh, cute baby in town? I don't think so. <laughs> Bubble Frick isn't a baby, um, but he's small. Why is his name <laughs> Baby Frick? It's, it's <laughs> but it's, he's a small, he, he speaks in a cute voice. How about this one? How about Dr. Colonia? Uh, this is the doctor the that comf- that? that's the doctor that comforts Chewbacca oh. when he gets his arm fixed. When he's getting his arm treated, and she's like, yeah. "Oh, that sounds very, very yeah. da Whatever she says, there you go. There's a <laughs> there's a side character. She's great. She's also she's in Downton Abbey. She's oh, is in she? everything. Oh, okay, good. Oh, she's in everything. Cool. She's in, if it's a British production, she is in it. I guarantee you, she's in everything. I've seen her probably in ten shows uh, since then. And then if we're gonna go to the since we we kind of picked one out from. The Force Awakens and from um, and from Rise of Skywalker or from um, yeah. Rise of Skywalker, what's a good one from Last Jedi? Uh, which one is Dexter Jetster? And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, Dexter Jetster. Well, um, oh, let's see here. How about Last Tali? Oh. Go ahead. I know who. Who? The little leprechaun played by Mark Hamill, voiced by Mark <laughs> Hamill. The what? leprechaun. Is that and, what that is? Did, did he voice that? Oh, it is. It's got him here. Dobu Ske. Yeah. Dobu Ske. Oh, interesting. He's, for no reason. He's a, he's a, he's the Lucky Charms mascot. Well, he just he thinks that uh, BB-8 is a slot machine. <laughs> yes, and he's drunk. He's a, he's a little drunk leprechaun. <laughs> I didn't know that was Mark Hamill. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's, right. it's a pointless character, but I but I enjoy it and. I definitely don't like DJ as a side character. Once again, yeah. there's a character that just went away. Yeah, He just was like, maybe you're right, maybe you're wrong. All I know is I got my money, bye. And he leaves and he never came back. No, never saw he him again. He didn't get a comeuppance. Or, or even the, the Justin Theroux, the guy they were originally going to get. get. Like he, yeah. I was kind of excited about Justin. Yeah. I like Justin Theroux. He's a good actor. He's been in some great stuff. And again, just one line and he's gone. That was it. It was all JJ have, just bringing back his friends to be in his movie. Oh, no, that, was, whole, that wasn't a JJ movie. Never mind. That wasn't JJ. No. But how about the whole DJ? Look, the ships are made by the same arms manufacturer. Look what I discovered. But then they're just kind of like shrug and go, okay, send us 10,000 more X-Wing fighters. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to deal with that right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was a talk about a letdown. 
one of the one of the, a lot of threads there that were not picked up uh, in the no. next film for sure. All right, well, that's about, I think that's all I've got as far as side oh. characters. But I would like to invite our listeners to submit their favorite side yeah. characters. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was gonna say um, next week. I'm thinking about something that we should talk about next week, and I just wanted to tease it now. And that is, I have got a room full of Star Wars stuff, and I've been looking at it, and I've been thinking. What, what if I were to like sell some of it? Not all of it. I'm going to keep some. But what if I were to like kind of create some more room for myself? What would I sell? What should I sell? What should I keep? Um, what, 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 should, what does a Star Wars collector do when they have a little too much in the room? So I just wanted to tease that idea and just think, and maybe, maybe there's some folks who want to buy some of my collection, in which case uh, I am open to offers. But Maybe there's people who are in the same position as me and who are, uh, uh, and I, I, my friend with the Yoda room is the same as me, where he's like, I don't know, do I need all of this? Couldn't I just keep a few of these things and still like, still be the ultimate well, Star Wars fan? I think that speaks to the larger um, kind of collecting in, in that, and everyone I've talked to who collects things, and I've talked to quite a few over the mm-hmm. last year, say that the real thrill is in the hunt. That is when you yeah. really like that. It's all about finding and, and picking up these things. Keeping them is almost secondary, right? Okay, yeah, you have it. And yes, everyone has like a prized possession. And I'm sure that you're not going to be selling like uh, Blue Snaggletooth or anything like that. Um, no. But, but you know, like like there are things that, you know, you're excited when you get them, but then it just kind of wears off. And you're like, eh, I'm not going to bother with that. But it also... I, as you get older, it occurs to you that, the, I mean, you, the old saying, you can't take it with you, right? Like, so somebody, someone's going to get this stuff at and some point. And you've got point. no children. Maybe, you have no children to leave your legacy to. Well, wouldn't, wouldn't it? Well, they'd wreck it all anyway. But wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't, uh, wouldn't you this rather? why I can't have a Star Wars toys collection. No, no wreck it. <laughs> wouldn't, uh, wouldn't, uh, wouldn't you rather somebody who really cherishes this stuff had it? Sure. Likes it? instead of somebody who's just trying to make a buck on eBay. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, Yeah, you would want to give it to somebody. You want to sell it to somebody who would really love to, to get those things, right? Right. And that's just it. Like, you you said I wouldn't sell my blue snaggletooth. I probably wouldn't. And all those classic... I've got the complete set of classic loose figures, but with all the parts. Right. I don't know. If somebody made me an offer and it was a and I was like, wow, that's a generous offer. I would consider it. That's the thing. That's always the thing, right? Where you kind of go, well, you know, I'm not always going to live in a two-story house, probably, you know? And so you start, you, you sort of look around and kind of go, well, boy, like when you, when you have a two-story house, it fills up with stuff pretty fast. Well, uh, let me, let me think, put it this way. You have right now a room dedicated to your Star Wars toys, right? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's a room. It's a full room in your full house, room. full of toys. Yes, it's too much. <laughs> and I mean, so that's what I'm, I'm, so. <laughs> yeah. I've got a couple you of shelves. Green screen behind you. I've got a green screen, but I've also got this shelf here, and I'm starting to collect. This is, this is this is how I collect things. I'm starting to collect dollar store Funko Pops. So I've got Ooh. my Baby Yoda, but I've also got these yeah. Funko Pops that are four dollars at the dollar store when you go there. These are the ones Ooh. that are not popular enough to sell at the regular price. So I've got John okay. Cena. It's John Cena, right? I bought it for Luke. I thought Luke was Luke started to like Funkos as well. So I bought this for Luke and then he said he didn't want it. And then I've got um (laughs) again, this is that's that's what kids do. Yeah. Well, this is all my leftover toys. They're all like he didn't want baby Yoda either. I've got this one, which from a distance looks like C3PO, but it's actually a Spider-Man. It's one of these gold 
Funko's oh, uh, special nice. release. I like that. It's um supposed to be cool. from Infinity War, the the uh, Iron yeah. Spider suit from Infinity War, but it's also bobblehead. Cool. You can see. Love it. And then uh, the other one I have here is, and again, I just go to the dollar store and look in the toy section. If there's a Funko there, yeah. I'll buy it if it's something I like. Um, I'm not oh. buying. For example, there was one from Overwatch. I didn't. I don't know what Overwatch is. I don't play that game, so no, I didn't buy it. But this is Mr. Fantastic from the Fantastic oh. Four. Another That's bobblehead. great. And it might be relevant. It might be relevant to WandaVision uh, viewers. So who knows if this actually becomes more popular again because of Why? WandaVision. Is he supposed to be in it or what? I, I've heard rumors. Yeah, I've heard rumors that um, the one uh, there's one part where the girl is talking about the physicist or some kind of astrophysicist. People think that might be Reed Richards, and they're saying oh. that it's going to be played by John Krasinski. So that could be uh, Jim Halpert as Reed Richards. <laughs> I don't know. I, anyway, that's this yeah. Is, this is a very odd turn of events. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing is, the thing about WandaVision, I, I guess we can bleed into it a little bit in this because it's all Disney. But the thing about WandaVision is that I've never seen people dissect it more. I don't see, think of it as a Disney show come along in a long time. I guess The Mandalorian might have happened, kind yeah. of similar. But, but the conversation every week is like, what's going on? Where are all the Easter eggs? Where are all the little nods and that kind of stuff? And people are really like digging into WandaVision. Like, there's so many different aspects to it that it's just become huge. People are loving that show. Yeah. So no, anyhow. for sure, and I enjoy it too, but I, but I had not heard that, and I I didn't 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 even pick up the reference. I mean, I'm I'm not really reference. speculating too much. I'm just trying to enjoy it. Like there's there's all kinds of places they could go within the Marvel universe. Yeah, and I don't know a ton about for sure. Uh, the Scarlet Witch or Vision. It's it's like I did not collect the Avengers when I was a kid, so I don't didn't really read those comics. But I just know that yeah. she is like in the comic book, she is Magneto's daughter, uh, and and her brother, twin brother, is uh, is. Um, What's his face? Quicksilver. Um, yeah, right. I know. That's pretty much it. Wow. Well, we, we, we veered right off of Star Wars yeah. right into... And and um, maybe uh, one day you'll find a bunch of Cara Dune Funko Pops at the dollar store. <laughs> oh, I bet you I will. And I will buy one and I'll bring it onto the yeah. podcast. And I'll show you when I get it. You're right. You're absolutely right. You, That's if, totally... Yeah. If you see them, what I would suggest is buy a few of them because I think that probably that's going to be eBay time. Well, you I don't, buy I don't to sell. see. I don't know that it's going to make its way down to, to to eBay or to to the dollar store because I think savvy collectors will pick those up. Uh, but the, the the dollar store really gets the dregs. It really gets like the ones that people don't want. In fact, <laughs> one thing I wish I would bought at the time I should, but I didn't was a um a character from Rogue One, um, Jin Erso. Uh, it was a figure. Yeah. It was like this big. It was a. It was like a size of a Barbie doll, and it was a Jin Erso figure wow. at at the dollar store for four bucks. I should have bought it, but I didn't. Um, that's kind of where all the toys go to die is the dollar store toy department. So you want to give yeah, them new life, right? But... Now they can come to life in my home, and uh, <laughs> just like in Toy Story, and they can play together. They play with Baby Yoda over there when I'm not around. So <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> they guard your house. Yeah. There we go, John Very Cena. nice, love it. And then, uh, oh, this was knocked down. Anyway, whatever. Anyway, and then the, <laughs> likes to, the cat likes to go over and knock those off the shelf as well. The cat loves doing that, so she'll have some fun with that. Ah, oh, that's great. All right, are we gonna wrap things up? <laughs> gotta wrap. I gotta go get sure. my son. All right. Yeah, that's I, knew, I was do... looking at the clock, going, "Yeah, you yeah. gotta go." I gotta go get Jack. That's gonna do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vetabonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the force hit you in the ass. Oh, yeah.